and welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Martia Omar. For about two weeks now, all telecom lines in Zamfara State, followed by at least 13 local government areas of Katuna State, have been shut down in compliance with the directive of the Nigerian Communications Commission, purportedly to check the banditry and terrorism in the area. As a result, many people in Zamfara and Katuna State have been unable to make or receive phone calls or text messages since September 3rd. How has the shutdown of telecommunications for two weeks affected people from the area in as well as outside the states? Our colleague Aliyu Babankarifi was at a motorbike in Zaria to get reactions for some communities on the way to Gosol and Zamfara State. We are at Dadi Park, Kwangila Zaria, where we are getting reaction from people on the network cottage at Zamfara and some part of Katuna State. I am with one of the passengers who is heading to Gosol now. We would like to meet you formally. My name is Joy Okaso. No, I'm just going there for a visit. I don't really live there. Yeah, I've been to go so before now. I don't know how to because it's very bad. Because most things right now is on network. Businesses, lives are on network. There's no way you that you are doing business on, on your phone now. You get in there. That means you can't do any business. And you will lose money. Without business, no money. So it's it's not really a good it's not even a good not really it's not a good thing at all. But even though they are trying to curtail the uh, activities of the criminals and everything, it's affecting the civilians as well. It's affecting them. Because people like I said, people that are doing business online they are, they are not getting money from anything now they should just try there are, there are better ways to do that they've been doing it before so they should know how to continue doing it i am victor basi well regarding the network network issues there have been a lot of problems it has created so many problems businessmen and women that will just sit at home and transact their businesses can no longer do it some of them will have to travel down to where there is network before they can be able to transact those businesses, because I've carried some of them in my vehicle, before they can trans- transact those businesses. That is one. Then, secondly, issue of uh, money. Because sometimes passengers will come, they will want to join a, a vehicle, they don't have the money at hand, they will want to transfer the money, no network to do that transfer. So sometimes it makes it, we don't even carry some of those type of people because no money to pay you. They will have to do a transfer. And sometimes when you come here, sometimes it will result to some other problems. So that is why we don't carry some of those. So it has created problems for both us and they themselves. As a driver, how, is, how has it been affecting your business? Sometimes there are messages. <laughs> yes, they bring way bills to us. They want us to take it to Zamfara. We cannot communicate to the people there. And those sending the message cannot communicate to tell them we are bringing message. Some of those messages can be lying down there. Some of them are, are perishables. They are not something you can keep for too long. But security-wise, has, has it given you confidence that uh, it is giving the right desired results? Uh, I will not say yes, and I will not say no. This is because, as a matter of fact, practically, I will not say yes. Why? Because some of these bandits, they still come out. They will you still come out. Yes, I have. When? 
and where? That should be last week. They came out. I was coming. I saw vehicles turning. Everybody was signaling me. These people have come out to the road. Along which road? Along the road as you are going to, what do you call it? Before Ankara. So, as a matter of fact, for me, there is no success. So to say, when I mean so, I mean 100% success. There is no 100% success. So what is your tech finally on this issue? Well, what I would say is this. The main thing is not the network, stopping the network, because it's causing a lot of problems. I would will, I will, I will prefer they should allow the network and these people they know where they are they should go combat with those people and solve this problem but not issue of net because this issue of network is has caused so many setbacks in every area those were the voices of some of the communities in zaria heading to some for the state muhammad ibrahim yaba is our colleague in kaduna he also speaks with some commuters on the way to some for the state so, Malam, can you please, uh, what is the situation in Zafra? I understand you just came back yesterday. There were a lot of uh, challenges in both aspects of uh, life. Uh, when it comes to security, there were a lot of lapses. Because I left Kaduna, that is on Saturday. I left around 12 o'clock. I reached Zamfara around 5 o'clock. On my way going up there, there were checkpoints. That is from Ankara, before you reach Safi, there were two or three checkpoints there. That is a military checkpoint. Quite okay, they were doing fine. Because if you come with food softs or other things, they have to cross-examine you, cross-check everything. Quite okay, they were doing fine over there. But on, on my way coming down to Kaduna, that is, I left uh, Zamfara around 5 o'clock. Before I came there, it was almost night. There were no checkpoints there. All of them have left right from Saifi rail, that is the rail from Saifi, downward to border between Kasina and uh, Zafara State. That is where the only checkpoint. So they're supposed to reinforce no. the security agents so that they would okay, check everything. In, 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 that is in terms of, in terms okay. of security. Sorry. But within the Zamfara, that is Gusau Metropolis, there were a serious checkpoint because by the time it was six o'clock. No movement of Kikenepe whatsoever. Things are not going fine. The people are you know, people are, are moving out of Zamfara State. People from other states that have their relatives in Zamfara State, they have the assumption that they were there on fire. No, 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 no. People are running out of Zamfara. Quite okay. The business is going down. Those were the voices of some residents of Zamfara and Katsina State speaking about how the telecommunication shutdown has affected their businesses and communications. We'll go on a short break, but Nigeria Daily returns after the break. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dailytrust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash dailytrust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash dailytrust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to the show. In this episode of the show, we're looking at the effect of telecommunication shutdown on residents of Zamfara and Katsina states. What is the solution of things now in Katsina and Zamfara states? Our colleague in Katsina, Tijani Ibrahim, gives us an update. About 30 local governments so far have, have been disconnected. 
10 are from the frontline local government, that are local governments that are on the borderline with Rugu Forest, uh, where these uh, bandits are hiding. Uh, the other three are Funtua, Malumfashi, and uh, Baukori, uh, due to the vicinity of Kaduna and uh, Zamfara State. The majors, according to authorities, are indeed working because uh, the essence was to strangulate or suffocate these bandits, cut the sources of uh, food supply, fuel, and what have you, and also their communication, because when they abduct uh, people, they contact their relatives for negotiation about ransom. So they have no way of doing that now. And then uh, authorities are saying that whenever they want to organize serious attack, they always uh, contact one another uh, to make a meeting point for them to meet and then strike. Okay. Uh, all these ones are no longer possible for the bandits now. The lack of telecommunications now, when did it happen and how long have they said it's going to last? Well, it's about a week or so now. There was no official announcement, only that uh, uh, people in these uh, affected areas uh, woke up one day and then they found that uh, their services were, network services were no longer available. Some started with MTN and then eventually other network uh, networks uh, followed suit. Uh, nobody knows uh, for how long exactly because there is no specific time. That's, that's, as I said earlier, there was no official announcement. The governor said about 19 uh, local governments will be affected. So 13 are so far affected and then the rest will also follow suit. All right, finally now, so far with what you've seen, does it look like this is working? Yes, uh, as far as uh, we are concerned, uh, from what we hear from uh, the happenings in Zamfara, the majors are working only that uh, people in the affected area are also having their own their, their own share of the, the pain. But, uh, you know, as they always said, whenever uh, something needs to be corrected, uh, certain uh, pains will follow. So perhaps that is what the people are going through. And then at the end of it, if it all turned out to be successful, then people will have cause to smile. That was our colleague, Tijani Ibrahim, giving a situation report from Katina. Several efforts and measures have been put in place by government to eliminate bandits and their collaborators, but those have not really yielded so much positive result. But can the suspension of telecommunication in the States bring an end to banditry? I put this question to a security analyst, Professor Muhammad Kabir Isa. I'm sure the military must have done their homework, collected intelligence, do, did a lot of reconnaissance, and studied the patterns of the banditry and their bandit activities. And you know, the telecommunication thing is not just the only, the telecommunication blackout is not the only strategy. It's a, it's a mosaic of, you know, strategy. Uh, it included the closure of strategic roads, markets and transportation and movements of goods and services in certain very strategic points. So the communication blackout is just a unit, a, a, a point in, in the strategy to deal with the banditry. Of course, what this leads to is an onslaught, a military onslaught against the bandit. So to block them out and then deliver on the element of surprise, that's why the military needed this communication blackout. You know, in military science, there is this element of surprise in war and uh, in engagement military engagement. So I believe the military wants to um, adopt the element of surprise. So people should stop, you know, bickering and hacking the military for what they are doing and doing what they know how to do best. It's part of military strategy. And that's why this communication thing, the blackout is there. Uh, it is not sustainable. And I don't think it's um, something that will last for a very long period of time. In a short while, I am sure the communication networks will be back when the military must have realized it, you know, military campaign and strategy and objective of its campaign. So I'm sure the thing is just temporal. Uh, it's not something that would sustain. 
is part of a military strategy and it's part of a wider basket of strategy that the security agencies are adopting in curbing banditry criminality and you know cattle rustling and very importantly gender-based violence because they rape they maim they kill women and so on so we, we should exercise patience these are the cost benefit analysis the cost price we have to pay to to restore sanity to, to society you know to rebuild is not easy it comes with a cost implication and so to to carry this cost i don't think it's too much to ask for from the people for a time being i'm sure it's not going to be sustainable okay professor you know yep. this is not the first time this measure has been used in nigeria like sure. i said earlier yeah. Uh, it, it was used in Maiduguri during the Boko Haram and the insurgents and a lot of things that were going on in Maiduguri, Borno State. And yes. now the people in Zamfara and Katsina have been cut out from communicating with people outside their community. They, they cannot really sure. speak to anybody who yes. is not living amongst them. This has really affected business, I must say, at some point. Yes. Are you optimistic that this would work? Sure, I am very, very optimistic. As a student of military science and somebody who has been studying insecurity for a long while, I am very sure this will work. And again, let me draw your attention to the fact that the kind of campaign, military campaign that is going on in Zamparan State cannot be equated with that of the Boko Haram insurgency. They're of a different scale, different proportion, different nature and character and dimension. Of course, and so the, the, the war itself or the military campaign itself will definitely not be the same. They're just a basket of strategies. It's a strategy, the military strategy to deal with a particular situation. And I'm sure at the end of it all, the military will, will win and the strategy will work. I am very optimistic to work, and in the long run, uh, normalcy will be returned. And I don't think this is too much to ask, that we shut down communication services too, so that we can restore normalcy, security. So what we do if you have communication and there's insecurity? We want the soldiers to restore normalcy, sanity, and order to our society. And if this will lead them to doing so, so be it. And so... I believe the strategy is going to work and it's working. And in the long run, it will bring sanity, peace and order. And we should stop equating the nature of the crisis and the conflict in Zanfarkatana State with that of Borno. They are of different proportion, different scale and different motivation uh, drivers, if you like. So they cannot be equated. Of course, military will adopt different strategies and different basket of strategies to deal with situations. So I think this is one of it. And you cannot completely fail a strategy completely 100%. Of course, I'm sure from Borno, the military would have learned certain lessons, which they will bring to be in Zamparan State in, in, in their uh, military campaign and engagement with the bandits. So I'm sure if there are failures in Borno State, the military are capable. It's a dynamic institution. They're capable of learning from it and taking their learning lessons and learning points into the way they engage the bandits in, in, in Zamparan Katsina state inshallah that was professor muhammad kabir isa a security analyst remember security and safety don't just happen they are the result of collective efforts and public enlightenment as well as public investment if you see something please say something with that we draw the curtains on today's episode of nigeria daily we appreciate everyone who contributed to the show in one way or the other we say Thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and it's open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen on Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. You can drop your comments on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Underscore Trust, and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Thank you for your time. I am Martia Umar. Bye for now. 